just don't get it. Well, get in it till you do. Because it hasn't passed away. It's the same Holy Ghost. When you got born again, I told you this morning, you got the DNA of God. The Bible says, you know, Jeremiah, he wanted to be quiet. I don't want to talk no more. Every time I speak the word of the Lord, it gets me in trouble. Every time I rebuke the people, it gets me in trouble. They throw me in a cave. They throw me in a pit. They, they, they mock me. They want to kill me. But he says he was quiet for a while. Then all of a sudden he says, but wait a minute. It's just like fire shut up in my bones. That DNA of God was just burning on the inside of his bones. And that's why God is raising up a people. How many you know it's okay to be loud? It's okay to be bold. It's okay to be vibrant. It's okay to run. It's okay to rejoice before God. Because if you've had an encounter with God, there's just something on the inside of you that sometimes you just start speaking. And we'll get to that in a few weeks where you just start, oh, God, I just worship you. I just praise you. And you're thinking about the goodness of God. You're thinking about how God saved you and rescued you. You're thinking about how God saved your children. You're thinking about how God provided your needs. And you just want to thank Him for those gifts. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that's within me. Bless the Lord for all of His benefits. Saving me, delivering me, cleansing me, saving my family. You just start rejoicing in God, and you just get ready to say, Lord, I praise you. And you just, Lord, I worship you. And all of a sudden, boy, things are just moving on the inside of you. And you realize, hey, I feel like I'm blind. I feel like I'm blind. And then all of a sudden, you're trying to speak in English or Espanol, no sé qué hablas. And then all of a sudden, you start praising God. And you just go, I want to praise you.
concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, they're passed away and just turn to the next chapter. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware or ignorant. He talks about the pagans that led him out here and forth from there. And he says, verse 3, Therefore I make known unto you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, Now there are varieties, diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of ministries, the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the effects, thank God for the effects of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Again, we gave a testimony. If you prayed for me, brother, last week when we were forward, last week diagnosed with possible TBI. yesterday, today, forever, who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy. To another distinguishing of spirits, and to another various kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But the same Spirit distributes to each one
see him operate here and we hear miracles. But you can, brother, son of God, daughter of God, you can get a miracle anywhere in the body. Jesus said, if you have any need, he didn't say go find somebody that's giving. He said, ask in my name and the Father will give you. So you just ask. Now, if you, if you know someone and you pray in that gift and that person and you want them to pray for you, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But what I want to share with you, we can get so out of balance that we're always thinking that the next person when we've got the person of the Holy Spirit in us. Amen. Now, on in chapter 42 and starting with verse 7, it says, Because you need, or when you start feeling something on the inside of you, it says, I love that the New International says, In the roar of your waterfalls. Have you ever heard the sound of music? Sounds like a roar of a waterfall, or, 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 or like rain or a river, like the roar of waterfalls. I mean, you don't mistake the voice of God. All your waves and breakers, that's what Job is doing. By day the Lord directs His love; at night His song is whispered in my ear. A prayer to God of my life. I say to God, my Rock. Why have you forgotten me? Why must I go mourning, oppressed by the enemy? And he talks about he's going through the hard times. And where is my God? Verse 11. And all of a sudden, the spirit of prophecy comes. Why are you downcast, O my soul? You see, David's soul started speaking how bad he felt. So the spirit of God within him started saying, Why are you downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. When you feel like it's over, you ought to just start worshiping and praising God. And oh, hallelujah, the Spirit of God is stirring on the inside of me. I'm going to still praise God. Daniel's brother was still going to end up praising God. He wasn't going to die of tumors of the brain, but he was going to get a clean report in the name of Jesus. It just starts stirring up on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, look with me in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. You know, we always encourage you to put worship on in your car. We encourage you to put worship on in your bedroom and worship on in your house. Because if you remember, the prophet Elisha wasn't hearing from God, but he knew it was time to speak the word of the Lord. So what did he do? He called for the minstrels, and the minstrels started playing. And then all of a sudden, then it says after they started playing and worshiping, then the word of the Lord came. Prophecy, just like word of wisdom, word of knowledge, but especially the spirit of prophecy, changes the atmosphere. And a lot of people say, listen to me now, I'm speaking, I'm speaking something to you right now. Many people say, I don't know how to pray about my situation. I don't know how to pray about my children. I don't know how to pray for my finances. I don't know how to pray for the situation that I'm in. Well, prophecy changes the atmosphere because prophecy is the personality and the voice of God being manifested in your presence. So if the atmosphere is one that is hard and difficult and you feel nervous and your mind has gone all over the place, well, put you some prophetic anointing music on with no commercials. I'm not talking about don't turn the radio on. Put your CD on or, or a DVD or something and get that prophetic atmosphere going around in the atmosphere and you're going, you know, I just need to hear from God. I need to hear from God. No, no. Put you some prophetic music on and just start walking with the Holy Ghost and just start ministering to the Holy Spirit and that atmosphere will start being changed in your car. It'll start being changed while you're taking a shower. Even while you're taking a shower, you'll be going, oh my God, I need an answer. I need an answer. And all of a sudden, because 
Okay, the word edify. What does the word edify mean? To build up. To build up a structure. When things develop growth and maturity. That's the word edify. The word exhort. What does the Greek word exhort? It's also the Greek word for what does it mean? To stir up. The word exhort means to stir up. Challenge. What you doing? 
remember when you were told not to eat nothing and go not the other way? And the old prophet would say, no, you need to come to my house and eat. But he despised the prophetic word of God, and he went and ate the food of that older prophet. And what happened? He didn't just leave the food out and walk away home and die. He went and did not obey or stay with the word of God. So always stay with the word of God. Amen. Because, you know, there's a, um, I remember when I was a young boy in the 70s, we were prophesying. And you know, you know, it's, you can tell many times that you don't even need discernment to know the true word of God. Somebody stood up and said, thus saith the Lord. And everybody, amen, come on. Thus saith the Lord, I know that ye, my people, are confused, but that's okay. I am too. Now, how many, <laughs> how many of you know you don't need the gift of discernment to know that person's confused? Uh, 
come in and they want to give you uh, a, a like how many you want to be how many you want to receive the anointing of a teacher well it may not be their plan to be receiving the anointing of a teacher but they're not part of the leadership of the church and I've read that the spirit gives to people so a prophet would come in and give an altar call. How many of you want to be a teacher? And everybody come line up. And if you've been having a teacher, now if you've been having a phenomenal teacher, that's all right. We'll come and speak for another place. But just because they're going to lay hands on you, don't mean that you don't get a teacher of God. Because God may not desire for you to be a teacher. If you would desire it, if you want to be a Christian, you want it. I, I can understand that. But just make sure that you're the person. Oh, yeah, I think I'll take that too. They'll say, how many wants this? Oh, I think I'll take that too. Well, get a mug and go to Walmart. <laughs> Everything they offer, you know, well, I want that, I want that. And, and you got to want it, you want to desire it. But that person may not be the person to lead you, especially if you don't know them. But he will. And he's part of that team. Let me tell you something else about the gift of prophecy. God is a gentleman, and he will never use his gift
also a thing called damage. Witchcraft falls in the same category. And it's what's creating the things in people's minds. It's what's creating the judgment. It's what's spreading the rumors. It's what people start thinking things that are not in the truth, that are not in the scripture. But it doesn't make any difference to them. It's against the spirit of God. Be careful that you attend a self-proclaimed prophet. Chapter 20. 
how many know that word is the true word of God, but you need to walk in wisdom and not get yourself anointed. God's getting ready to bless you, bless your uh, business in a mighty way. So uh, don't just go start buying three pickup trucks and do business. Prophecy is a vision. You walk in wisdom, you continue to walk in wisdom. Amen. But just, just don't get out there and flesh it and do something dumb. But just wait upon the Lord. Because if you have faith and trust upon the Lord, you reap what you sow. Prophecy is a vision. A lot of times, when the Lord gives me a word to do this or to give me a word of silence for someone else, a lot of times it's based upon my attitude in the next days or weeks ahead whether that door is actually going to open or not. Prophecy is a vision. He's not going to tell you to be in a certain area if I'm going to fall into pride or if I'm going to uh, have a bad attitude or I can't be trusted. This is what the will of the Lord and the plan of God is for your life. But if you don't walk uh, the right way, if you don't control yourself in the right way, then that prophecy is a vision. It depends on how you're living your life. You know, we may get a million-dollar prophecy, but you know, we do about a two-dollar prayer versus Yeah. 